Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to episode 998 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Two away, baby. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raiders, fresh out of the Cabela's catalog. He got off at the Bass Pro Shop, he robbed it. The greatest <laughs> pyramid jumped in the pool, great has ever known. That's right, better than the Egyptians. To my left, Tyler Meisinger, he says it's Meisinger. Yeah. It's inconclusive how you actually say his name. And Ben Funky Askren from the frozen north of Wisconsin. There he is. Look at his whole face. Oh, baby. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready for these picks. I, you know, I had a couple down weeks. That's fine. I got me focused. I had some great picks this week. It was kind of at the peak of your uh, trash talk, too. I think it, there's a lesson in humility there, Benjamin. <laughs> right. It, right, right. Okay, so before we get to picks, it is, first of all, it's Iowa-Penn State week. It's uh, it's one of our Super Bowls in, in the sport of wrestling. It's the most watched duel pretty much every year for the last probably 10, 15 years or so. And this is a unique one where you've got such a prohibitive favorite. Even in, there's been dominant Penn State years, but the duel is always close and within the margins. And Iowa's had some years where they were the big favorites. But this year, who knows? Um, it's it's Iowa's the biggest underdog they've been. But before we get into all that, we're going to preview the full duel and and then some. NCAA comes out, and this is pretty rare, at least as far as I can recall. The NCAA had a, a released a statement about the weekend's calls, Ben, and basically saying, "Hey, these were wrong." They didn't cite the exact. They did no. They said wrong. They wrong. said they did say wrong. They didn't say. Hey, the Brayden Davis Kill Carry match and the CJ they did not put names they in there. They said Harvard Penn, didn't they? No, but they said that the takedown was awarded, and then there was a conference and a yeah, you could tell. They said which one, what, which sequences it was without saying. They said it without saying yes. it, and I thought that was good. I'm cur- I'm most curious yes. now. What is the? Is there an overcorrection? Are we going to see? Quick threes. Too many, too many, too quick. But the thing is also if you call them a little too quick, which – but and this is actually the case in the Harvard Penn, you can then go to video and say that was too quick. I'm going to wipe it, right, if it is if it is one of those scenarios where they bridge off really quick or something. Now, Harvard Penn was takedown for sure, okay, and so, so was the other one. Um, but I think the situation that they needed to address more – 
um, was the officials reviewing their own calls. That's the issue. The officials not being willing to change their own call is a huge, a, a huge problem, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, obviously that's um, a problem, but obviously human nature exists, and um, that's true. I think human them, nature. them being in that position is just going to make it really tough for them. So what I would say, and what's different this year, last year, and why you can be quicker with a takedown call this year than previous years. So remember, in, from last year back, if you gave a takedown, and then at that time, that's what gets reviewed. So even if you progress to a takedown afterwards, it didn't matter. You go back to the point where the takedown's yes, awarded, and it yes, gets wiped. Yes. Now, it's great. They change it that they review the entire sequence sequence. So you don't have to be as apprehensive about, I need to wait because if I call it too early, then I scrub this guy's opportunity to score. It's not the rest like of the things because they wrestle out the sequence. They evaluate the sequence, yeah. not just to that moment. So for that reason, I don't think they have to be ultra cautious and waiting for it to be clear, clear, clear. I think they can award it when they think it's a takedown and, Hopefully that reminder, like that would be the thing I'm reminding the officials of. Like, hey guys, they review the sequence, so if it is a little early, it's okay because they're going to wrestle it out. So I think that's one thing we haven't talked. We've been talking a lot about the elimination of the no reaction time takedown, but we haven't talked about that rule, which I think is a really important rule and a great rule. That's so great. Could have bad consequences though as well if you don't think you've given up a takedown. And you're maybe going to your back or something like that. Well, and that's where I don't they, think they, they can back. count in your fault till a takedown's been awarded. Maybe it's something like that. I mean, there's never a good time to go to your back, you know, if, if you get held there for two seconds. Like, the, the counter has gone wrong if you're on there for two or more seconds, which is near fall criteria. So yeah. I would say I feel like there's uh, the count, the danger count. I feel like there's some very specific scenarios um, when it is applicable, but there's a lot of times when you're just on your back. Like that's it. There's yeah. nothing else. Yeah, man, you wanna you wanna blast from the past. I forget how we got on this rabbit hole. Oh, we were uh -oh. talking about 174 back in like the 13, 14 era when it was like. Perry, Evans, Storley, Kokish, uh, Matt Brown. Overtime matches. All, yeah, I said. Uh, and so we were going down that rabbit hole. And then we rewatched the Chris Perry, Mike Evans, NCAA semifinal. Oh, my gosh. The amount of time. <laughs> Chris Perry is literally on his back for like 12 to 15 seconds probably. And But the rule was – the, the rules were different then, and you could just hang out there, but watching it well, now. Which position was it, Christian, specifically? Was it like the leg hook position, that one? Or yeah, what? basically, uh, Evans was trying to come out the back door. Yep, uh, hooks the ankle. Perry was, Perry was draped and like just locked between right. the crotch. And the crotch, yeah. Just on his back for so, so long. It's, it's Evans crazy. Evans is sitting on him. He's sitting on him, nearly pinning him, but the rule was yeah. such well, that, that you could hang yeah. out there. That then that would be, in my opinion, the number one place that the rule was instituted for. Because when you're in that, we call it answer position. Um, I don't want to say Max and I kind of pioneered that position, so I could talk through it very closely. Mm. But when <laughs> one person is on the answer and the other person is in the crotch, if the person in the crotch hangs on and the person on the leg is determined to keep turning to the legs, it is a stalemate. No one can go anywhere usually. Yeah, true. So I same uh, with Dean Heil. Dean Heil was there a ton. Indeed, indeed he was. Yes. So anyway, 
good to have that that clarification on those uh, on those rules. Tyler, you know, last time you were on the show, <laughs> you had to you had to we had to relive the Ohio State Michigan duel. This is my redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Redemption. And now I'll give you the floor <laughs> since you're here. You you you're like, you know, he was kind of throwing a big pity party that hey i wasn't on the show and michigan won and why are you doing this and why do you hate me i was like very relax relax you can come on the show so tyler the floor is yours um you know i don't have too much to say i don't i don't i don't want to punch down on any schools or anything because uh listen to this (laughs) that's not what i meant what i meant Uh, (laughs) i like going to schools and being able to interact with athletes and teams and uh and not making them feel like i'm too much of a michigan homer but um as a Michigan alumni, that was a very fun duel to watch, for sure, you know? Yeah, it certainly was, um, if you like Michigan. Great performance by them. They've got a – they have a slept-on huge duel this weekend, too, taking on um, Nebraska. And, you know, Ooh, honestly, nice. and I don't know if J.D. said it or who said it, like the number one match of the of the weekend might be Ridge Lovett versus Austin Gomez. That may be the one that has some of the most intrigue uh, – and I can't wait for that one. We'll get into it. We should probably get into Penn State versus Iowa. Uh, ben, I want to give you the floor first. What are your thoughts on this duel? As we Penn State, uh, Iowa. Yeah. I'm honored to have the floor first. I was thinking last <laughs> night, I was thinking someone had a question. If you wrestled this duel 10 times, um, how many would Iowa win? Would they win one? And I think the answer is no. And then they said one in 100. And I started thinking through it. Um, what are the possibilities they win match by match, right? And so for the first six matches, I think besides 33, there's a decent-ish chance that Iowa can win the match. But then when you get to the upper weights, I kind of feel like it's just smash, 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 and a whole bunch of bonus points. So it was like, wow, even if Iowa did win five of those matches, they would be close. Is there a path to victory for Iowa? I don't know that the answer is yes. If they wrestled a hundred times, I don't know that they're winning unless Penn State does not have their full lineup in. Yeah, honestly, it's it's a struggle to get to just five wins, and you yeah. know there's going to be a bonus point advantage for Penn State in that that second half with yes ninety seven and heavy and probably those are bonus for sure and probably seventy four. You would think seventy four is going to be on the verge, and, and maybe not. Yes, and so you look at. You look at the matches that are winnable for Iowa. You've got 25, certainly winnable. 41 is winnable. I'm not writing off 49, uh, though I think. Especially if Evans goes. Oh, why do you think that would be? There's no way, right? No way. Why would they use Evans over Kasich? Yeah, I thought Kasich. He's got to be the guy. This guy is. He's got to be the guy at this point. This guy is rolling. You got to keep using him. You want? I would want to put him in this situation too, right? I think it'd be good Doesn't Kasich have to be over the five events now? No. He's right at really five. He's right at it because you got to remember he was unattached for one of those early ones. No. Well, you can't be you unattached can't be anymore. It was the Matt Town or the, sec- or the Matt Town he was unattached. Which for. was second uh, semester, so that, which you can be unattached can for. Be. So it's got to be Kasich. Um, it's got to be Kasich. But I think, Has you to. know, true freshman, that's a tough environment. Ratchie's, well, if they use Ratchie, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand what's happening there. Coach Brands actually notably in the press conference said the soldier salute performance is the difference right now, uh, which 
I thought was the case, but then he didn't wrestle last week, which maybe that was just a matchup thing or give give Voinovich a crack at, at Gomez. He's 33. Yeah, I don't understand that one either. But with uh, with Ratchie, I think I think they probably do use him here. And he d- did say that he's in the, sort of the position of advantage right now for the starting job, but that we will yeah. see both of them um, at different points. So we'll see who they throw out. I think it's going to be Voinovich or Ratchie, excuse me. 57 is winnable, but you, you favor Penn State there. 65, I think, is winnable. But, like, all these are in that sort of coin flip realm, right? Yes. And if you, the, the, the odds of getting heads five times on a coin flip yeah. is like 3%. It might even be a slightly weighted coin, also, Christian. Slightly towards weighted. Towards Penn State. True. Which matches do you actually straight up favor Iowa? I mean, the only ones I think you can make an argument is 25 and 41, maybe 65. And even those, like, anymore, if you're looking at, like, rankings based on Iowa's week last week, yeah. they're now below. If you, look at, if you look at season data, uh, d- data for this season, there's not uh, one other than maybe 65. 65, I think, is the yeah. only, uh, only one. 25, Braden Davis has two common opponent victories over guys that beat Drake Ayala this year. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Bo Bartlett is undefeated and has beaten Sergio Limley, um, who just yeah. who just beat Real Woods. So by that data, yeah. now I just did a video where I said I think I think Drake is the favorite in this match. And if we had just let, let's face the facts, regardless of of you know, if Vinny Kilkerry had beaten Braden Davis, I think we would kind of all probably agree. He did beat him, and he did. Yes. So yes. So what? I think you with that result, you're like okay, edge Drake. Um, I think yes. Home experience. I think it is a decent matchup for him. Though Braden is, he's obviously really powerful, really strong kid, um, and really good. So that that's my read. I think you. I rewatched the Real Woods match versus Bo Bartlett, the dual meet, and Real get, works really hard for that first takedown and rides him, and and that was the difference. So he's going to need to do that again, and I think he'll beat Real. He'll beat Bo. Um, but those are probably the only. I'm, there's I'm, no I'm, way. Well, I'm sure that's in our pick. Him. There's no way you're picking against Bo. Oh really? Well, I guess we'll have to. There's stay, no way. Stay tuned and find out. I have a question for for JD because you guys, both of you, just said that Braden Davis lost that match. So people who yes. co- like complain about the rankings now because Braden's still obviously ahead of him, he didn't get yeah. dinged for that. Well, how, what's your response to those people? My response is he got his hand raised. So. You yeah, you can't just start changing the results on the mat. Like you can say for for the purposes of evaluating wrestling and prognosticating it has value but like you can't just start making a call like well this winner yeah. really lost and this loser really won it's the same reason we don't uh it's take an liberties. eye test yeah. into consideration in our rankings so if this guy is bonus pointing everybody uh versus a guy who has more better wins but they're closer well the guy who has more strong better wins even though they're closer is going to be ranked ahead for the record, I agree. I just yeah. think oh, there are a lot of questions like that popping up before. I'm sure. So. Yeah, logical. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do we want to do this, James? 
Jermichael? Yeah, start at 25, no. Run them down. 25, run them down. This is Well, you guys only have five pickums for Iowa Penn State, which includes uh, includes the team line. And the team line is interesting, and maybe we start there. Very. Because he didn't do a line. He didn't do a real line. Made a number of matches, Iowa wins. Which I like I, it. I kind of like it. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I think the hard part, this it's is the hardest number. part about college oh, wrestling. He put it at two and a half, what? I should mention. He put it at two and a half two, wins for Iowa. Two and a half wins for Iowa State. Our first Iowa. for Iowa. <laughs> um, the hardest part about college wrestling is we don't always know who's going to be in the lineup, and right? And that was like Michigan last week. They wrestled two backups against Ohio State. There was a backup uh, and a forfeit. Um, given that Penn State brings their whole lineup, uh, I just don't see Iowa getting through wins. But then, you know, then the other side, I feel like, well, shoot, like it's Carver. Like Iowa kind of finds a way sometimes. So could they find a way to three wins? I'm probably going to go the under, but I don't feel good about it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I. That was my logic in picking Iowa last week, was that it was I think when we, um, when I looked at it, I had it like fifteen to fifteen or something like that. But I was like, Iowa a lot of times finds a way, wins one you don't expect, gets a pin you don't expect, something like that. Cost me last week. I feel well, like Penn State yeah. is always a team you look at and you're like, man, they could lose this match. They could lose this match. And then they just never do. Sometimes they do. Yeah, it's rare. Uh, when, when does it happen? You know, that, I mean. Rogatsky over Truex. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Luzakis Luzakis that was the one Nagao. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking specifically in the Iowa-Penn State rivalry. Um, yeah, it's been a little well, bit. Let's, yeah, let's start picking. Let's start picking. All right, Braden Davis versus Drake Ayala. Um, you know what? I I I know Braden's ranked higher. I kind of feel like Drake's going to get this one um, stylistically. Um, I think Drake can get to a simple single leg or something, a score. Although you said you know you you've kind of said it's his single leg has been missing. I think he gets a take one takedown here, and I think it's like a four-two. If Drake sticks to shooting that single leg, I, I think he wins. Uh, I don't see Davis countering him for a takedown. I think Davis is probably going to have to generate his own offense and score, which I, just, I don't see happening. It, so if Drake continues the pressure, shoots that single leg, he's, he's going to get one or two and find a way to win. If Brayden wins this match, I think he should be number one in America. I think he should. I think he should hop, hop Matt Ramos because, like, yes. the, the the rationale I think was sound in that. Hey, this guy he's not beaten enough guys now at this point. Undefeated, sure. three really tough yes. wins. I mean, Drake has Drake's been ranked number one at a point this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. I think. Hey, there there you go. He's he's number one in America. I do think Drake gets this one. I think Braden. It's going to be a one takedown match. I don't see this is not going to be a shootout yes. type of match. I don't see the map being a factor, but I, I, I'm thinking back to the. I agree with that sentiment. But because rideouts. I. But what I'm trying to say, if you look at the D'Agostino <laughs> Braden Davis match, no one would have thought the mat advantage would go to Braden Davis in that matchup. He freaking rode. The, he got riding time on him, and that was. Yeah. You look at you say, oh, he won five one, but. That was because D'Agostino tried to hail Mary as time expired, which made the 
look. Yes. But he won because of riding time that match, his his work yes. on the top position. And Drake has to be aware there that this is a guy that can – it wasn't the prettiest ride. It wasn't like he was really working to – he was close yeah. to turn, but he was putting him down and holding him there, and he held him there for a while. I don't think Drake has ever I feel like struggled Diego's, on Diego bottom. Stino's, yeah, I feel like Diego Stino and Drake aren't the same guy on bottom. Diego Stino's kind of like a tricky roll around, a decent amount type of guy. Um and you know he maybe uses a quad pod sometimes, and Drake's just like quick to his feet. Yes, I agree. I I, I don't anticipate it, but I didn't anticipate it two weeks ago either. That's true. So, um, on I, your radar. That's that's all you're saying. Uh, yeah, it's on my radar. You know, it's a, it's an incoming threat potentially, but I think it's Drake. I think Braden is like every twenty five pounder is just due for a loss here, <laughs> right? And if not now, you know you start to feel even more confident about how good this guy is. Yeah. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Bra- what All do right. you think makes Braden really good, Ben? What, have, oh, what has impressed you about him this year? You know, I would say I haven't watched, I've watched the two matches that we just talked about. Um, I don't know. He seems to be solid everywhere. I guess you cited the riding against Michael D'Agostino. I thought kind of the same thing that like, maybe he would get ridden out. He would do the riding. Um, but I'll tell you against Kilkiri, I, I wasn't overly impressed. You know, he had the one takedown, but um, wasn't super dynamic. Kilkiri got a bottom nice twice. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't watched him a ton, so it's super hard to comment. Okay. I'm going to watch him more well, as we'll, the season goes on. We'll get you a BTM Plus subscription. So you can, <laughs> no, uh, no, so no. Listen, this is what I tell, I tell everyone. I tell all my wrestlers this is I had one of my wrestlers text me on the about the last show I gave some advice on shooting and how not to overshoot cuz getting the legs not a win. I'm going to give you some more advice here Christian yes. is that when people aren't good so Braden Davis for example was a high school kid. Most college coaches and this is how I do I, we don't watch a lot of high school kids, right? But then and, you know, they're kind of under the radar. Oh, yeah, I know he's doing good, but I'm not paying very close attention to him. And then all of a sudden, right, the person blows up, and then every single person starts saying, oh, wow, he's really good. I need to start paying attention to exactly what he does. And then this is where a lot of people struggle because if some people are super specific and they only do a few things, and now every single college coach in America is paying attention to you and scouting you and game playing at you, all of a sudden winning becomes way harder because they know exactly what you do. And so that's Probably, you know, and I think Brady Davis is kind of diverse, so he may not have this issue, but that definitely happens to a lot of people. Copy that. Okay, 33. You not feel that way? I feel that way. Okay. I agree right. with you, Ben. All right. So well, I'm just, you know, sometimes uh, you're like, nah, don't think so. I'll get your opinion. No, it's 100 per- 100%. Okay. I don't need to – you don't need my echo. It's it's 100% true. Get a okay. little more tape. Tyler. Uh, we Wait, got a- who did you guys pick? Drake. Drake. <laughs> a straight aisle across the board. Oh, man. Wow. Oh. I was just going to say, we got a lot of pickums this show. Do you want me to start enforcing time limits on some of these weights? No. Okay. Oh, I like it. No time limits. Like okay. Okay. No, no time limits. No shot clock. This isn't freestyle. Okay. Just checking. Tyler, actually, we don't have that many. We only have, uh, <laughs> let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 <laughs> this week. Because So when these guys were getting their butts kicked, let me tell you how many they put in last week. Uh, we got 6, 13, 16, 17, 18, okay. 19. We did 20 last week. Ben doesn't like no, tough No, there's picking. more than 20. Okay, oh, only 20 went happen. in. Some didn't happen. Only 20 happened, but there was more, yeah. Okay. I don't like tough All picking. All right, I'll leave, I'll leave you guys uh, alone. No you don't beef. like tough picking. It's pathetic. 
Uh, hey, what did you think when that went viral and, and Terry Brand said that Michigan doesn't like tough wrestling? Did Terry Brand say that they about don't. Michigan? Well, years ago. Yes. Hot Mike, 2021. Uh, you might not have been watching wrestling then, but. <laughs> I, pr- I think I was paying attention. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I was following the team at that point. <laughs> I, that was, yeah, that was definitely a hot topic around everyone. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> so, Tyler, confirm or deny for us, does Michigan, in fact, not like tough wrestling? I think Michigan loves tough wrestling. All right. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Meisinger's t- a tough guy. I'm, I, I've never. The, that's maybe pretty the flimsy. I don't know. I think. <laughs> yeah. That's that's crazy coming from someone who didn't want to come out of retirement with me at the same time. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Did I tell you? One forty-one. Caleb wants me to enter the U.S. Open so bad. I, I don't. I yeah, don't, veterans division. Let's go, Christian. I don't, I don't think he understands what he's saying. I was like, no, you should but, do it. No, we can do. What was, it, what was the Bader? Yeah, what was the Bader? Bader was an series. Bader was a four-year starter at the University of Missouri. <laughs> Listen, we call up Jake Herbert. We can get something going again. No, I would. Yeah, I would literally. Let's do it. I would literally never. <laughs> but it's, well, why take, not? It's cute that it is one. If I montage. if I make pickums someday and beat you in the pickums, uh-huh. you yes. have to. We need to make a CP oh. at US Open bet. Yes, yes. It's yes, got to be audacious. Yes. I always win the bets with you, too. Something so, that's a lie. That Something so, so great would have to happen for my life for me to, for me to do that. I just have to – one, I don't, I don't train. I don't okay. – okay, one. Yeah. Two, I wasn't good to begin with. Uh, three, it's live stream on Flow Wrestling. <laughs> um, Look, dude, that might be would big do numbers. numbers for us. It would do numbers. So you kind of hate – Could you imagine a Christian Piles, <laughs> Christian Piles full tournament – Long archive. It'd be a, it'd be a minute long. Yeah, that's true. We'd have to we'd have to scam it so that you have more I than two know, matches. I don't know, Christian. I think you could win matches against some of these veterans. You're in better shape than a lot of them. Yeah, I am in good. You just shape. gotta. Do you like tough wrestling? I love it. All right, then. Doesn't it. sound like you do. Yeah, I can take like I can take a beating. <laughs> I won't I won't I won't lay down. We just gotta yeah. teach Tyler teach him a leg lace. Okay, Tyler. You know I have my flexibility has been. It's, uh, it's the worst I've ever seen on a human. It's so bad. Really? It's so bad. and touch your toes. Dude, if I, oh, I can't touch my toes. toes. Do you want to see this? Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, Watch this. Full body shot. this is, and this is not a new occurrence. This has been like this my entire life. This is the best I can do right here. I will, I'll let it zoom out. <laughs> this is all you get. It's terrible. It. What? That's it. That's it. My leg. Well, no crap. You tore a hammy. My, Holy <laughs> moly, Christian. My leg? That was so bad. I know. It's, it's always been bad. It is getting worse. When like if he has a single you know on me, stretch it improves flexibility. No lies. <laughs> He's try. He tried. He gave up. He actually told me he hates tough stretching. That's I hate. I is. do hate. Whoa! I almost spilt Omar all over the place. Um, no, I. It's really bad. Like if my leg, if they're showing moves on me at the club, if it's a single leg, <laughs> it my foot does not really come above my hip. I just have to turn down. They're like, I I coach Christian's son sometimes, and I'll like demonstrate moves on Christian, and I have to like catch him from falling constantly because yeah. oh my god, even just wow, like a regular so like pinching his legs between my legs, he will fall over. But what I lack in f- in uh, flexibility, I have incredible power. <laughs> uh, I have and I can channel it. I can I channel it in ping pong. I channel it in certain wrestling positions. So maybe he needs to enter the veterans division of the U.S. Open for ping pong. Yes, find that. There you okay. Go. Okay. All right. We can move, we can go back talk. to. I was going to talk about right. Oh, Bartlett, real wood. No, I actually want to say this. Thirty-three. What? I have a take on. I think Iowa. I know I'll sound like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth here because I think I feel like Teske earned the spot, but I feel like Shriver's the better option against Aaron Nagal. 
given. Why do you think that? Because I think he's a little more solid uh, from the bottom position than Teske, who I saw Evan Frost. He rolls around a little too much. Tilt up. So real quick, moving back to CP being bad at wrestling. Someone yeah. said CP's flexibility <laughs> is the only thing keeping him from getting splayed <laughs> Yeah. I, Which is true. He can't. He, you can't do like crazy moves on him because he can't bend that way. Yeah, Mike Mal observed that in a couple positions. He's like, "This is there's some areas where your lack of flexibility actually can help you. <laughs> that your body just doesn't go that way." But what I was gonna say. Um, oh wait, I said what I was gonna say. Yeah, do you sorry. agree with that, Ben? Um, I think both of their chances are very, very low. But um, yes, I mean Teske definitely rolls around a lot and would have the chance of getting caught in a bad position well this is about bonus preservation i feel maybe that's not how they look bonus at it. preservation uh you sure throw shriever out there all right there we yeah. go i don't feel very <laughs> passionately about bonus preservation. i don't, don't feel say. very uh passionately about bonus preservation you don't feel yeah I'm, any sort of preservation animal preserves nothing you don't care <laughs> i'm anti-preservation of bonus okay yeah. 41. This is going to be a crazy one. Bo Bartlett, Real Woods. It's, I say it's going to be crazy. It's going to be really close. And probably it, it could be really boring also. I think the first period is going to be exciting. Real's going to come after him really hard in the beginning. And I think the match will be won in, or lost probably in the first period. I think if Bo goes 0-0 into the second, I say edge Bo from there on. If Real gets that first takedown, I think it's going to be really tough for Bo to run him down. So the question for you is, does Real get that first takedown? We'll get back to that. What do you think, Ben? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, after watching last week, I can't really imagine a scenario where Bo loses. And I I, know, I didn't feel like that at all going into last week. And then Real just did not look great. Uh, we kind of went through his wrestle stat. It wasn't quite as impressive as his previous year, um, so he slowed down. Um, you know, then you look at the other side is, is Bartlett wrestles so many people close, right? He has the overtime with Cleveland Belton, overtime with Jesse Mendez, overtime with Vince Cornella. I, but I think Bo's going to win. Ben, you just said what? on live television worldwide that you can't imagine, you can't even fabricate a scenario where real woods beats Bo Bartlett at I at Carver Hawkeye. You can't even like fabricate. A I scenario. said, given what happened last week. Uh, yes, I'm having a hard time. Um, I mean, I guess he could just flip the switch and that was just a bad week, but he did. You, you, you did see him get beat 14 to two by a true freshman. Right? I did see that. I did. You saw that, that true freshman is a Michigan man and a beast. So okay, well, but he's, okay, listen, no, you stop. Sergio Lemley. <laughs> He is a very, very good uh, – he was a very, very good high school wrestler. Mm -hmm. He is becoming a very good college wrestler. But what is his record this year? His record is 12-4. and four. Like, he's good, what? but not – He wasn't trying. Those didn't count. That's good enough to win the, the <laughs> NFC North. You guys stop year. it. <laughs> yeah. So he had a tough Vegas draw. Uh, not draw. I won't say draw. I mean, all of the Vegas draws are tough. But he lost to – Two really good guys. He had one I mean, early random loss. Levi Haynes took a loss to Bearclaw last year and then won a, or made the finals. V close. Vinny Zerbin. <laughs> Sorry. Bear, I, I uh, was confused. He really had a close match with Bearclaw at uh, the Black Knight. Sorry. Yeah. I confused those matches. And interestingly, Vinny Zerbin is a bear. Northern Colorado, they're the bears of some kind. Yeah, they are. So, and he has claws. Yeah. It's basically Vinny Zerbin is 
Terrell Bearclaw. I'm looking at the wrestle stat for uh, or the last time Bo Bartlett and Real Woods wrestled. Mm-hmm. Real beat him four to one. Did he get a ride out? He did. He took him down and rode him for like a minute and a half in the first period. Rode yeah, him oh, out. Can he do that again? Do you think he can ride him for a period? That's that's got to be his plan. Yeah, Ben's so confident. I just man, I feel like I feel like everything unraveled for Real after he got reversed to his back, and then he's like, all right, I lose. Which is not ideal. Yeah. But, but so he also didn't get a takedown in the first period against Sergio Lemley. He was all over him. If you watch that first period and... What did Ben was, say last week? Shooting to the legs isn't a victory. Yeah, not no. a victory. But what I'll say is it usually is for Real Woods. and mm, Proficient I, finisher. If you had watched that first period and I said this is all you get to see, there's no way you would have picked Sergio Lemley to win that match. Real was all over mm. him. He was moving around. He was on the legs twice deep and... Sergio held him off. Now that's why there's three, three periods in the match. But I think you can look. And Go ahead. Real's best period's been the first period by yes. kind of a wide margin for the last year and a half. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. I I kind of want to be opposite Ben. <laughs> yes, I love it when you start picking but, like this. This is when it really a helps butt's me. Butts coming. No butts coming. Um. You're going real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Real Woods to beat the guy you hey. beat last year. I don't think it's crazy. Real Woods is is a, a gangster. Yeah. I just and prior to last week, I would have gone real with quite a bit of confidence. I just I think Bo has gotten improved enough to fend off that first period onslaught and grinds out another victory the way he kind of does. Yeah. I'm not writing off All Bo, right. Bo eventually getting this win, but... Uh. But I do not feel one? confident in it. No. If Real just decides, uh, I go back to me, man. I'm a gangster, uh, I'm going to do this in front of my home Carver crowd, I could definitely see that play now, but... Keith Gothard, Maybe I don't know I'm how crazy, good. but I kind of feel like co- semi-confident. Yeah, you. It's your your confidence is throwing me. Yeah, maybe, you know what else? Maybe it is. You know, we talk about that key lock, uh, which I think was crap. But, like, just, like, that made me feel like he was desperate. Like, yeah. why Why do you do that? You know, like, it's it's not like it was almost like he stopped attacking, you know, or stopped saying, well, I can go get it. Because at that point, at the point when he did that, one takedown plus a turn wins the match. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's, like, way, way, way blowing. It's like, well, I have I need one sequence. I need to take down a turn. That wins the match. And the fact that he was just like, F this. I'm just going to try to break this dude's arm because I'm mad. Like, I, that, maybe that's what it is for me. Yeah, that's fair. Tyler? Uh, I don't know how good Keith Gothard's sources are, but he says Real was sick, and that's why he was out against Northwestern. Mm. I, I, yeah, I think I – He didn't look right. You know, he didn't yeah. look like his, his normal self. Maybe he was sick. Maybe it was something mental. And that Lumley match was the wake-up call he needs. Uh, or needed, and he'll get back to in Carver the old reel. So, like I said, I'm not confident at all, but I am going to go Bartlett. Here's another factor that we haven't discussed. Uh oh, Bo is going to be Bo's not going to be tied up with him, right? He's going to be operating from space mostly. Reel's going to try to move him around. Carver crowd. You get a stall warning early. That I think that's an, an avenue also. Potentially. Yeah. But yeah. real doesn't push hard enough to get multiple stall warnings, especially because we'll 
the chances they get two in the first before he slows down is I would say unlikely. Um, and you know, if, if Penn state, we would say is probably one of the better game planners in the country. They know, Hey, real woods comes out stronger in the first, maybe like be a little more defensive, be a little more on point, And then as the match goes on, we can start being a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And Bo's not going to run. He's going to, he might try and work yeah. in space, but he's going to engage. And for as much as we, Talk about how close Bo Bartlett wrestles his matches. When was the last time he gave up a stall point? I yeah. can't remember an instance where he did. He is a smart enough wrestler. Although maybe he deserves some. Maybe. But I think he is a smart enough wrestler <laughs> to know when he's maybe starting to flirt with that and can do enough to keep officials off of him, whether it's an actual shot, a half shot, circling back in uh, on the edge so he doesn't give up a, a push-out stall and stuff like that. Yeah. But but rest assured, Carver Hawkeye knows his reputation too, and they're they're, they're, gonna, be, they're gonna be teed up <laughs> for true. it. But I just love. We're gonna have to go back. You know, episode one thousand. This could be a special show. But I need Tyler to find all the Bo Bartlett splant, slander I had to endure from this guy, Brad Key. <laughs> and now you're hopping off shit. Yeah, I'm not hopping at the off. top. I haven't hopping no. off the ship. Not hopping, hopping off. off at all. Not hopping off at all. Yep. I said this guy's good enough to win a national title. The year he didn't qualify for NCAA's, laughed at. So I feel like you you right now you're just bringing up shoot. all the times you were wrong, Christian. No, I wasn't. Oh, wrong. let's do that. <laughs> was he good wrong. enough to win a national title that year? No, no, no. I said ultimately this guy's gonna be. He's not the right. Oh, way. so you didn't mean that year. You meant eventually. No, hundred percent. At yeah. some point in the future. And they're like, there were times okay. where you predicted it before he has come up to where he's at. Yeah. Well before. Well before. No, I'm saying in the, in the throws, <laughs> I'm saying he no, was better he was. than he was yeah. at the time. He he was. He was better than – he wasn't able to show – do y'all remember what happened in – Wrong way, yeah. Joke of a season. Joke of a season where the Big Ten could not wrestle anyone but the Big Ten. The qualification yeah. – you had previous NCAA qualifiers, top 15-ranked guys that were going into conferences because there's only like four or five matches – Ofer, so there's no way you could qualify. Though it was so backwards, the qualification. There's no world where Bo is not an NCAA qualifier as a true freshman if he gets to do a full schedule. It was a joke of a season, a joke of a regular season. It messed up a lot of Wait. guys. What? But he wrestled Big Tens in 2020. He did not qualify. For I nationals. know. <laughs> ben, look at the context. He wasn't able to qualify. Yeah, but-, but hold on, he wasn't able to qualify a spot because he's only wrestling the Big Ten. He's only wrestling. Correct. Okay. But he didn't beat any of them. He beat none of them. Listen, if y'all don't have an imagination, if you can't imagine, hey, maybe in a different world, Bo Bartlett's an NCAA qualifier that year, then we should just move on. We should move on. I think well, you guys are being That was also at 149, right? At the wrong way. 49. It was yeah. two years of 49. All the context I was providing in 2021 that was, whew, they could not imagine a scenario where this guy is even an All-American, much less an NCAA so, But did you think he would be an All-American that year at 149? I don't know. Pro- uh, maybe. I think the second year he was calling for it. Not not the first year. I think the second year he was yeah, calling for it. If you year. were, then you were wrong. Yes. I did, I did not. <laughs> I think I was probably complaining. That, uh, well, that Christian, I'll be honest. Chance. I didn't think he was going to make such a big jump up. I, I did not see it happening. So I was wrong in that, in that uh, context. I did not imagine him taking third last year and even going into NCAAs last year like, I kind of didn't think he was going to place that high. And you know what? I mean, in all fairness, he damn near lost to Cole Matthews in, in the did. quarterfinals, and that would have put him in a different spot. So who knows that would have, how that would have turned out. But I did not think that last year that he was going to take third NCAAs. So 
Christian was right a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Kozak said, and now I'm going to go uh, a counter stat, that Bo has been losing or tied in the third period in like over half of his matches. Because it'll like be 1-0. Oh, I believe that for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. But he's, I mean, like against guy like he had the Cleveland Belt match. He had some other guys. It's not just like against the, the best of the best. No, there's someone else that I was shocked. Yes. Who was it? I can't recall either. I don't think Sergio. But. What, it, what, it was, was, it, was it the Indiana kid? He won 8-1, but I feel like that might have been a takedown to his back. Yeah. Or was it? I think you're right. Uh, who was it? Maybe what are you guys him. talking about? Don't worry about no, it. or was it the Michigan State kid? And then he got a takedown to his back. Hamden. Okay. Hamden. It was Hamden. You're right, Ben. Yeah, that's who it was. Okay. You don't get a takedown okay. in the first period, and it goes 1-0, 1-1. Yeah. All right, Levi Haynes, Jared Frenick, oh. Haynes a point and a half. Um, so this is interesting. I really, I genuinely feel like we should have an overtime clause. Like, <laughs> yes, a point and a half you, is under You over- and Caleb Piles. You and Caleb Piles. It's because it's so dumb that it's like, but it literally it's tied to the end of regulation. So they are under the point and a half. But then because, I mean, hey, someone actually put a, uh, and I, I did not think of this scenario but someone put a question on Twitter. We were talking about how close you can get to a major if you go take down to their back in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you go take down overtime, the person might as well hang on because they've already lost. So they're going to be on their back, right? Seven. They said, and I, you know what? I've never seen them start counting ride time in overtime, but if they got taken out to their back and they got held on the back for a minute plus but did not get pinned, that would be a major decision. Is there riding time in overtime? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. No way. I don't think there is. I don't think I don't think is. it exists. I don't think so. But that's hilarious, right? That's a really good point. <laughs> you tell someone on their back for a minute and a half. That's, a, that's so uh, funny. Um, so funny. Hey, but we should I, – I know you're, you're all fired up for pickums, but we should do a, a full dual preview and not skip 149. Okay, fine. Um, 49. It, it, albeit, you know, brief. I think ASAC decision. ASAC by decision here over – I think they use Ratchy. Agreed. I think it's a – I think it's an exciting match because I think both will mix it up. Yeah, I agree on both accounts. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, you need to yell at me if I'm doing the microphone wrong because you always say, I think I was just doing it wrong, but I think I might have fixed it. I have no problem yelling that's, at you, that's, so that's, that's, that's perfect. That's why you're here. <laughs> um, okay, so we all, we're in agreement on, on KSAC. That, I think that's going to be a really fun match. 57. So Haynes has had a few really – he had a – a uh, tight one over Luan. He won by riding time. He had the the buzzer beater against Saldate, which could have went either mm-hmm. way. And then he had he had a, a Wilcox or Crosby, Crosby, the Oregon State yep. kid, really close one. So he's had some tight ones. Frana coming off of a a Luan loss. I I the line. I think this should be a pick 'em. Honestly, should, can I? I feel the same way. Can we talk about how winners JD. win real quick? We haven't talked about. Will Luan with me on the show beating Frannick. I think we should bring <laughs> that up. You <laughs> stop. Go ahead. The floor just, is yours. For... I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Winners win. Winners win. <laughs> so when he loses, though, but losers lose. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he earned. He earned the win. I couldn't believe it. I, I, well, it was funny because we talked about at the Ohio State duel. He he busted out that takedown when uh the when. The uh, what's his name? Wilcox had four, four second, yeah, four second escape. 
He didn't get the takedown this time. Got a two-second escape. Yep. He, man, his sit-out is a really – I wrestled with Will a lot. That sit-out is a really weird feel. What it's, does he do? Dude, I don't even I, – I never figured it out. He, like, slides. He, like, <laughs> yeah, he slides like out. It's, it's really, yes. really crazy. He can do it really fast. What's Will Luan like off the mat? He's a very nice guy. He's one of my, one of my good friends on the team. He's a great guy. You guys should stop making fun of him. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you make fun tell of him <laughs> if he shoots more than a time and a half a match, I'll leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't I think he shot like four times in that match. Shoot. Nah, those weren't real shots. Knee slaps don't Not count. Real shots, fake shots. Whatever, guys. You guys are just those haters. are those are Alia Stone Long Island finals. <laughs> He's pushing for a stall called knee knee slap shots. Will is a very nice guy, very smart guy, very smart. engineering degree, and a master's of management. So. Whoa. He's accomplished wow. more than you guys will ever. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's <laughs> uh, inarguable. Take that, Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Take that. Back, back, to, right. back to the other duel. I wanted this to be a pick and I'm going to whine about it until it changes. Or it's going to. Crap. Because it's right. Because, you know, if this is a pick everyone's picking Levi. Which means it would have been a bad line if it was a pick One and a half virtually is a, a pick though, with three-point takedown. Well, I know what I'm saying. What I'll, I'll give you an exact scenario. Frantic gets the early takedown. Whoa. And hold on. I'm giving you a scenario. Yeah. Frantic gets an early takedown. And Levi comes back and gets a takedown and a ride out to win 5-4. So that would be Frantic uh, takedown plus an escape. And Haynes takedown plus two escapes. So the escape is a difference. So that means you have Frantic. 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 I'll take Levi. Just to go opposite me. No, I really, I was going to pick Levi, 100%. Okay. Kind of for the JD. reason you I'll said. Go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Levi. Not much logic. It's going to be close. Man, I sure. think, think it's going to be a boring match. I agree. Yeah. All right. This will not be a boring match. Mitchell Messerman nope. and Michael Caliendo. What do you guys think about this one? Two and a half points favorite for Mitchell. I'll take the points with Caliendo. I feel good about this. Watch, Mitchell's going to major him. But I think I like the matchup for Caliendo. I want to see someone get in on Mitchell Messenbrink's legs and test his leg defense. I think that is a – I mean, Cam Amin, I don't think got to a leg at any point in time. No one really has. So um, I think this is a good matchup for Caliendo. It's an opportunity for Iowa. Definitely the biggest test – for Mitchell in his collegiate career, for sure. And I, I think this is the match that fans should be the most excited for. I think it's going to be the most exciting, most action, most offense. Uh, I, can't, I cannot wait for this match. Okay. So I'm going to go Mitchell uh, because I'm obliged to. Because he was um, in your wedding. Because <laughs> <laughs> you raised him. But, uh, no, but uh, – I think I think back to Keegan's match last year, and I think back to Carr earlier this year. Kelly, I know, does get tired in matches, and he, I think he he may got one or two takedowns in the first period on Keegan last year uh, in in the duel, and then he just got tired, and Keegan just started taking. This is two point takedowns. Then Keegan yeah. beat him fifteen to eight. Got a, I think he got three or four takedowns in the, in the third period, and so uh, Mitchell is a quick finisher. So if he's able to get him tired, he's he could score a whole bunch of takedowns in the third period. I'm leaning Mitchell as well. I don't think it's a blowout, but I could definitely see Mitchell winning by three or four 
two takedowns, I, I think is definitely plausible. Yeah. Um, if Caliendo was maybe tougher on top, I would have a little more pause. But yeah. Um, as long as Mitchell can get out and in a timely manner, I've got Mitchell. Yeah, he'll be able to. Yeah. And I, I could even see Caliendo getting a takedown early, mm-hmm. maybe even two takedowns, and then coming back. Ben, how do you not get overwhelmed by a guy with such a high attack rate and forward pressure? Mitchell? Like Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, you got to be able to, well, I can tell you. Because a lot of times guys get <laughs> you, kind of overwhelmed and they shoot yeah. bad shots, give up go-behinds, yeah. or they they don't shoot and give up stalls and then takedowns. So. Yeah. Mitchell would get so mad at me because I just, I wouldn't shoot as much, you know? Because um, I'd be like, dude, why am I going to shoot? I'm not that good at shooting. I'm old. I don't shoot a lot. I'm not trying to get your legs. I'm not going to try to let you run behind me. So I just raise, I can see him, I just raise my stance up a little bit and, uh, you know, hey, fire underneath me. So you got to have a high level of competence and defense when they get to your legs, which I do. It's an area of specialty for mm-hmm. me. So that and then combined with being able to, you know, stay in the hand fight and battle is really, really important. I can stay in the hand fight and battle and I'm okay with him getting my legs. So, but a lot of people aren't because if he gets on a lot of people's legs, he's going to score every time. So that becomes an issue for them. Okay. So B. Ben yeah. Askren is the advice to Michael <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, this is honestly what a lot of coaches neglect. Listen, there are really high-level coaches, and I don't know why the hell they do this. I just don't, for the life of me, I don't understand what they're doing. Um, but they won't, they won't develop their guys to have high-level defense when someone gets to their leg. They want to have this perfect, oh, we'll just stop people from getting to your leg. Well, that's not realistic. Stop. It's not like – who who uh, in the whole NCA has no one get to their legs? And the answer is like, I don't know, Aaron Brooks maybe, but right. I mean, there's like very very minimal people. They are going to get to your legs, in fact. And so when they get to your legs, be competent with them there. Yeah, hundred percent. Man, I wish I right. thought to just be Ben Asker when I was wrestling in college. Yeah, you would have beaten so many guys. <laughs> My life path would be so much different. I wouldn't be working for you. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> Man, I can't even think of anything. That actually makes me sad, Tyler, because I I would be Uh, sad if I didn't work with you. uh, Okay, well, I I would shut up. (laughs) You weren't ready for that. That was my own little reattack. That's what Ben Askren would do. I I zagged. (laughs) Had to zag on him. Iowa over under two and a half wins. Oh, we're just going to this one in the middle of the duel. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, okay. Well, unless you really want to discuss. I mean, the only interesting thing after 165 is does Gabe Bartle wrestle or not? That's the question. So I think the plan was for sure for him to go and go 84. If there's an injury there, obviously that won't happen. Um, an injury with Gabe? Mm-hmm. But if he's healthy, I think we see him at 84. I think they would be if, – if Gabe's available and they don't use him, I don't understand it at all. But I don't, yeah. I don't understand it either. Is, so there, is he injured? I don't know. Sounds like you do. <laughs> I'm just speculating. Yeah, sounds, sounds like you know something, Christian. <laughs> I'm just speculating. If he's not healthy, then he's not going to wrestle. But if he is, then I think we'll see him at 84. But I don't think there's any way we see him at 74. I think I, I maintain that makes That's no sense. That's unfortunate. Uh, I think it's smart. Listen, I told you, I'm not into smart. I want to see battles. Yeah, you're not into, you're not into bonus preservation either. No, let's just fight it out. Yeah. All what right, percentage so chance do you, you give Gabe Arnold against Bernie? Uh, 30% chance. Decent, decent, yeah. Okay. 
More of yeah. a chance than I so, would have given Ryder Rogotsky, who beat him. There was a uh, – <laughs> this is just kind of a funny, a funny scenario that I want to bring up. Someone in the chat brought up. Okay. They said – what do you think of the idea of putting in Bearclaw at 74 and bumping Carter to 84? <laughs> oh, I kind of love that idea. Let's rock. Let's do Let's that. Go. Let's oh, battle. That's, that's what we told Iowa State to do. Yes. Remember? Uh, no. Bump Feldcamp up. Bump Feldcamp put Knoxville in. Uh, yes. They yes. should have done that. They should have done that. But so, but hear me out. What Bernie could beat Gabe. Yeah, he's the favorite in that match. Favorite. Carter's the favorite in '74. You put in, is Bearclaw the favorite over yes. Patrick Kennedy? I feel like he is. It's it's a coin flip though. It's close. Like I, I mean, it was not a hey, one seventy four. That, that's that's a win. That's a win win. That that would yeah, be smart for Penn win. State and the fans win. If the fans would win big. For the, the Arnold Starachi match. The, it is a very yeah. fun scenario. I should indulge the fun. The, the probability <laughs> yes, indulge of this, the fun. Let's go. The probability of this is so low. Um, there's a better chance of me entering the U.S. Open than this happening. It's that low. <laughs> what? Kale is not going to bump up Carter Storacci, but it would be awesome. Why not? Carter Storacci should say, listen, if I was Carter Storacci and this, this, this Gabe Arnold guy, he was saying something. I would say, Gabe Arnold, if you don't show up on Friday night, you're a coward. You go 74, you go 84, I don't give a damn. I'm going to be there. You better be ready. That's what I would say. That would be absolutely awesome. I would love That's to what it. you should say. Is, 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 uh, is this man a champion of the people or is he not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, simple question. All right. Uh, I mean, honestly, but when people start talking about me, I want to fight him. So he, that's what he should say. He should say, I want to get this man. He talked about me. Who's the last person you wanted to fight? I know who it was, that freaking coward Dylan Palacio. I confirmed this man at Bitcoin. <laughs> he backed away like a little baby back bitch, which he is, in fact. It's on camera. He's got it on camera. He can release all the footage. Release I don't the know tapes, how he must have or something. And then he says it was actually flipped. Dylan Palacio, if I see you this year anywhere, NCAs, I'm just going to wrestle you. I'm just going to take you down a whole bunch of times. You can run away like a little coward. I'll have my cameras ready. He is a pathetic human being, and I'm going to take him out. <laughs> I can't tell if this is a there. joke beef or if this is a serious this beef This is not now. a joke, Tyler. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. <laughs> he does. I, don't, Tyler, I love to fight people. I love combat. I'm Tyler, I, love I love to conflict. fight people. Nothing I about your combat. life tells me that about you. Dylan Palacio, if I see you, I'm going to wrestle you on the spot. You're going to have to run away like a little coward. And I'm going to be done wrestling you. When I'm done wrestling you, I'm going to grind your freaking face into the ground because you're a pathetic human being. Dang. That's how you cut All a right. promo. Carter, you can steal that. Yeah, that's, that's going on Instagram for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> Yeah, because he a fellow he, Bitcoin brother. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be what he tears Bitcoin apart. You know, <laughs> it was just about to go on a heater, and now you have two of its biggest, uh, <laughs> you know, champions battling it out. Yeah, Dylan does literally maintain the exact opposite perspective of you that you He's would such not, a coward that you would not wrestle him. Human being. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I'm just gonna grab him next time I see him. Sometimes I forget he looks like. So someone needs to show me a picture. Because, uh, like, he could walk – he's a forgettable human being. He could walk by and I'd be like, uh, guy looks familiar, but I don't know who he is. So, like, I need to, like, know, like, oh, that's that guy. And when I see him, I'm just going to go wrestle him. we got to set this I'm up on a full card. I'm just going to grab him. 
I'm going to take him down, throw him on the ground, hold him down, let him up, take him down again. He's going to be crying. I was joking. I was joking. Let me go. No, no. Man to man, I'm going to do what I want to right now because I'm the boss and you're not. Ben went straight back to his UFC days just now, cutting that promo. This is a better promo than you cut against anyone. Yeah, for real. (laughs) My gosh. Uh, Carter Soraki, steal my promo and cut it on Gabe Arnold. (laughs) Someone yelled at me on Instagram because you you say Soraki. I was like, what else can I I do? (laughs) What am I supposed to do? He knows he's saying it wrong. You had Carter call me a bow bag. I had Carter say it. I've corrected you multiple times on the show. At this point, it's like, I know. I've tried. There's nothing. I can't get a power of attorney over Ben Askren and make him say a word I, I right. actually did say Srirachi once. I said Srirachi once. Yeah. And then you've immediately regressed back. We should, uh, we should do a flow video where we secretly track down. We hire a private investigator to track down Dylan Palacio and surprise him with Ben. A good, a good do po- it. You, I would love it. <laughs> now you guys got me all fired up. Listen, I got my adrenaline. Go- I want to. F- if he showed up right now, I'd whoop his ass on the carpet over there. Let's go. A good start to any plot is where you have a secret plot to hire a private detective, and then you talk about it on a podcast, on yes. a show that's live streamed. That's Dylan, the- this isn't a secret, Dylan. I'm telling you, <laughs> you yeah. better run when I see you. You better run. It's a true hands-on sight moment here. This is the it first is. hands-on site moment. Is I like, mean, and it, listen, if he wants to fight, we can fight too. He's not a good fighter, so that won't be a challenge, and that'll <laughs> be way know, worse man. for him. He, so I, if he wants to fight me, I don't want to. I don't want to actually hurt him. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to humble him and embarrass him. That's it. No, actually, injuries. I'm gonna embarrass you, Barry. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was our one. That was our one sixty five. Thank preview. you for the Instagram clip. No, that was awesome. Seventy four. Seventy four. <laughs> All right. Uh, <sighs> Bernie will beat Riggins if that's who goes. I think it's a. I think it's a one takedown match with Gabe Arnold that I would. I would expect Bernie to get if that's the match that happens. Uh, Carter's going to win. I think. Now, what do we think? Do we think Carter gets the major here against Kennedy? I think Carter might have been sick, sick last week. Something. I mean, Rocco was going to be tough. He battles hard. I think that's. I think that match was about Rocco. You think so? You think he's that good? I think he's I that think good. I think if it happens again, I think it's a six to eight pointer. That could be. I think. I think well, Carter will come in a little more motivated. But I also think that's that'll be about Carter's adjustments too. I think that. That was the, an accurate interpretation of where Rocco was, and I think it's a little bit of a true freshman thing. Surprised him a little bit. I don't think it was like that Carter didn't feel well. I'm speculating here, just like you, but um, I think Rocco is a really tough matchup first time. I think you don't think a true freshman is going to be able to stand in there and, He's tough. and be that tough against you, mm-hmm. and, and he was. I think, I think Rocco could be the second. I think he could make the finals this year. I think Makai's there. I think Shane Griffith showed. Wait, wait, wait. Rocco make the finals? I think Rocco Why not? The finals. No, I disagree Hold strongly. On. Okay. I, mean, I could, think he's really good, but I disagree strongly. And should? I could s- or should? I said could. No, could. that's not what I heard. Hard cut. <laughs> Rewind the tape. I said he could make the finals. Listen, he can, can he beat Shane Griffith? Obviously. Can he beat Makai? Obviously. Can he beat Makai Lewis? Uh, maybe. Probably not. Yet. So to me, it's going to be. Look at gonna, 174. So, okay. I'll get. I'm, here, Carter I'm going to explain this to you. One of the spots. Okay, so I'm going to explain this to you, and you didn't like my explanation, but it's been true. Uh, the hard part about Rocco Welch in an NCAA tournament is he's not going to be seated super high. He's probably going to be like a, 
I don't know, we'll say seven to 12, depending on his big, tw- big 10 performance. So somewhere in there, probably true. So he's going to have tough guys, probably even almost in round one, will be a tough match for him. Right. And part of the hard part about NCAA is if, because he doesn't have like, he's not going to bonus and pin a bunch of people. If you got to wrestle grinded out matches every single time, your body wears down. Right. And mm-hmm. so like, by the quarters, he's going to be on his probably third really tough match. By the semis, it's his fourth really tough match. I, I just don't see him winning that many in a row um, because they're all going to be tough and close. To 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 make the finals, you have to be either Strachi or Makai, pro- like pretty much. Yeah, and then and then you think, that you think he can beat Makai? He couldn't. He didn't get a takedown on Shane Griffith. I, you know how hard it is to well, score on Makai Lewis. He tried. The guy wasn't around. To be taken down. <laughs> to take hey, Shane, come here, come here. It's just, you know, he's not that. Rocco's not fast. You, know, you can't chase him down. But um, and he went under him. That now was... you're saying a guy who's not fast would make the NCAA finals. That's crazy. <laughs> he's not running fast. Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, but... I, I, I think of the finalists we've seen in the last couple of years, Rocco making it at a weight that I don't think is particularly strong. And Makai, I haven't seen progression. With Makai over the last couple of years, have you? I haven't seen progression with Shane this year. Have you? No, you, you're right on that. I, I agree. Really I agree. I, for the point that I made, that's why I that's why I think that will not be the case. I mean, guys, uh, I don't want. He had a fourth year over Jackson Turley in the duel on Sunday. He lost to Edmund Ruth. Also, he had a four-one over Jared Sima. I mean, like he been, he was in yeah. overtime with Simon Ruiz. I mean, like these are the type of matches he's going to have at NCAs. He's probably going to drop one of them. Possible. He's a true yeah. freshman. He's also right? a true freshman. He could the sometimes guys get a little more momentum, more momentum. That's true. Momentum. It's possible. Okay, uh, could. I'll give you a could. I just said could. He's not my pick. I haven't picked it to happen yet. And there's what a percentage of, chance would you get it? We actually just heard you pick it. <laughs> um percentage chance. You're not talking to the mic. If, <laughs> 15 percent chance. Fifteen okay. percent. Uh, I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. 97 15%. undefeated versus undefeated. Oh, man. Somebody's O has That's to go. <laughs> Bro, how much money would you guys have lost? Because I'll say oh, uh, I would have lost a lot if they said at this point in the season on February 7th, Zach Lazier is still undefeated. As Caleb Piles now just calls him the GOAT. He doesn't call him <laughs> Zach Lazier. He just literally calls him the GOAT. I would have been, yeah, there's no scenario. Oh, Glaze. I would never have predicted him to be doing this well, and he really has. I mean, it's a a testament to the coaching staff. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Keith Keith Gothard says Glazier's not getting bonus. The mechanic won't get bonused. Is he have the nickname the mechanic? I'm not going to go that far. Does he have the nickname the mechanic? I've never heard that for him. You know, you probably would have said that. Call him Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. So, guys, this is so crazy. Zach Glazier, this is his fifth year at Iowa. In the four previous years, he was a combined nine and seven, mm-hmm. and he is fourteen and zero this year. Here's a da- here's a data point for your Iowa doesn't progress take Ben. Yeah, ouch. that this is a da- key data point right here because this is this is highly abnormal. Yeah, he so you would say, oh yeah, Aaron Brooks for sure is bonusing him, but he he couldn't bonus Abasad on a couple of occasions and. I think we would have predicted bonus and probably did coming into that match. And I think on two different times he wasn't able to. So I think we've seen it. The duel will probably be at hand at this point in time for Penn State, you would think. 
Um, so I, I don't think it's unreasonable to predict Glazier to hold this to a decision. He's going to be tough. He's not going to – Aaron wears a lot of guys out. Will he wear out Zach Glazier? I'm not, I'm not sure. But three-point takedown, uh, I think it's his bonus. But it's not – I don't think it is audacious to think that Aaron couldn't. Hey, I mean, so just, just – uh, He went to overtime with uh, A.J. Me... Ferrari for whatever it's worth. That for whatever that's worth, we're not really sure. Did AJ bonus hey, a lot of people? No. Okay. No. But it was, it was for, over, uh, overtime. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, for what it's worth, the the Russell stats stats are D one opponents. He had a bunch of wins. I won't look back. He had a bunch of wins his freshman year against non Division one opponents. Just thank, thank you, Ben. Thank you. I yeah. th- thank well, you for correcting myself. It. Yeah, because hey, I mean, why does AJ? Why is AJ Ferrari lifting in a weight room with Iowa stuff? Well, that's the Iowa rate room. That's why they did that. Why is he there? He might not be there currently. That, those might be old videos. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't have an air tag on him. Maybe they. Maybe there's still a chance <laughs> for a future year, so they're keeping him around. Who knows? Yeah. I what, mean, his brother's still committed AJ, there. Hmm. What if the AJ Ferrari music hit and he came out against Aaron Brooks? <laughs> Here comes number 30. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be something else. That's what this duel needs. Uh, yeah, that would give it some some risk. So, so we're bumping Gabe and Starachi, uh-huh. and bump. we're bringing in AJ. Yeah, this would be the greatest Penn State Iowa duel of all time. That's the you run, but you it, can't hide bump if if uh, Starachi yeah. bumps to eighty four. Yes, that would be so great. I would love that so much. That's, that'd be college great. wrestling needs more of that. We could they could hire us, and we could be the the new Vince McMahon. Mm. I, I don't volunteer if, for that. I if we I'm, can top that. I want that on record. The, the on chat. record, as I'm not Vince McMahon. <laughs> the, the chat wants to remind you guys. Not with all the, uh, not with all that, you know, uh, what Poop. would you call those things that he does? <laughs> Terrible things. Crimes, I believe they're called. Crimes, <laughs> crimes. There we go. Not with all the crimes, just the, you know, entertainment portion. Yes, got it. The, the chat wants to remind you, Christian, that Glazier not only went to overtime with AJ, he beat him. I know. So, <laughs> don't don't stop. He got his Chelsea he got his hand raised. JD on. brought up earlier. Brain Davis got his hand raised in the in the Kilkerry match. Zach Glazier got his hand raised over. Which AJ is a more legitimate XB. win? Embrace debate. Which is a more legitimate win? Braden's over Kilkerry or Zach Glazier's <laughs> over AJ Ferrari? If we're talking purely, who's who's getting their hand raised? That's how we're ranking. Oh my God. They're equal. You know, it could. I mean, maybe Zach was playing a little chess there. He's like, I know this guy's going to try to punk me if he gets a take down. <laughs> I know we can get some shenanigans mixing up. I was like, man, he's a little too fast. I'm not going to take him down. I'm not going to beat him the old fashioned way. But I'm going to use my old noggin. Okay. Get him DQ'd. Yeah. Chestnut checkers. <laughs> That's right. All right. Hey, we're having too much fun. We got to get moving. Who'd you guys pick over under Iowa two and a half wins? Um, I'm going under. I'm, I'm going push. I think they get exactly two and a half. I feel like okay, two's. I feel under. like two's the right number. Go uh, go over Shoot. just to be opposite me, Christian. <laughs> I'll go. I will. I'll Yay. take three. Be, mm, gosh, dang, gosh. <laughs> You're like, damn it! Why did I just do that? <laughs> no, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You might have picked three in our. I think. Yeah, I think I, think I did. did. So I've got synergy there, so this could go very Ooh, well. Ayala and who else? Real. And you didn't pick Caliendo over. I no, I picked Caliendo to cover. Yeah, to Mitchell cover, not to win. No, but this is straight win wins, match. though. This is oh, a win. No, it that wins. counts too. Not wins against the spread. 
Mm, I think NCA does it by the spread that JD comes up with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's who gets their hand raised. Well, that's, Mike McCormick <laughs> needs to do a release to confirm that, but I'm pretty sure that's not necessary. All right, we got to get going. Uh, Caleb Smith versus Michael Diagostino. Michael Diagostino, negative one and a half. Ah, dang. I thought this was a pick em. All right, I'll go no. first. I'm going to go Caleb Smith. I think he's got the goods to get in a nice quick attack on Michael Diagostino and uh, win kind of one takedown and nothing in a slower match. I'll go Diagostino. I don't know. feel like he's got a little momentum right now. Um, and Smith doesn't post CKLV. I don't know. That's my only logic, though. I have a hard time. So, Diagostino won this match last year. The line is throwing me. This should be a pick It's 125. No, if the line is throwing you, that means it's a good line. I don't Ooh. like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like having to... Because you want to pick Diagostino, but yes. a point and a half makes it interesting. It does. That's what's messed up about this entire situation. <laughs> um... I'll take, I'll take Smith as well. Even though my heart Sweet. was Michael. All right. Hey, Barry, next one's easy. Barney Nostrachi bumping easy. Ferrari, Michigan Nebraska, uh, could likely be a more entertaining duel than Iowa Penn State. I think. Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah, especially one fifty-seven. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> for forty-one, you guys have Hardy and Lemley as a pick um because of last week. I I think Hardy should have got uh or sorry Lemley should have got some points. I'm going Hardy on this one. He's very hard to wrestle. He's very tricky. He's good in a lot of positions. I think Lemley is going to struggle. Mm. That's so crazy of you to say. That's literally insane. So insane. I'm going Hardy as well. I think. Okay. Knowing Lemley, knowing darn well, I might look foolish. I should be getting points here because I want to take Young Surge, but I'm getting I'm not getting the right value. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're going Hardy. Got it. Brock, All right. Brockman. Brockman? Ridge. Ridge <laughs> versus Austin Gomez. Gomez. Lock it. Wow. Offense, baby. I kind of feel like, given what I saw in their matches, I, I originally my favorites, and I would like to pick him, but I remember their match a couple years ago, and I feel you like after watching Ridge. Wait, why do I dunk on I don't dunk on Ridge. I say I like him. He needs to shoot more. That's yeah. all I say. That's I don't your, dunk on that's him. That's your dunk. You lay up on him. No, that is not. This is me giving advice to someone who I enjoy watching wrestle. He needs to shoot more. Okay. <laughs> I like him. Why would you say I don't like him? I can't believe. I you. didn't say you didn't like him. Yeah, you dunk on me. You said dunk him. You dunk on him. That doesn't mean you don't like. Him. You dunk on me every freaking episode. Well, he well, doesn't I don't like, like you. you though. <laughs> <laughs> you you alley ooped that dunk on you. I thought. Uh, I thought you know threw it up off the backboard so Ben could <laughs> on you. Superman dunked you. I'm going. Right. I'm going Gomez. He's beaten him in the past. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't think Rich is going to be able to turn him. Austin's wrestling really well, and I was just at Michigan, so. <laughs> great reason. That's great rationale. All right. This one's kind of a crazy line to me. Also, Rob versus Luan. Luan minus a point and a half. Rob has been. So Luan is the favorite. Rob has been He's struggling. Back. He's back. Baby. Why? Let's go. Why do you say that? Because. I'm just that's what I'm saying. He's back. Yeah, I'm taking you know, he will struggle. He's he, you know, he got some rest. He's gonna be back. I'm going do you have inside info? I know you and Snyder are boys. I no inside info. 
don't know if I buy it. But the hard <laughs> part is if this was if it was a point and a half and I got it going into overtime, I'm hundred percent picking Peyton Rob. But there's obviously a t- chance he gets taken down in overtime. Uh but I think it's probably more likely if he were to lose, it's gonna be a double OT ride out or escape situation. So that would make him cover. So I'm picking Peyton Rob. Here's why I'm picking Peyton, because in the matches he's lost, I've seen him fatigue in the third period. I don't see Will Luan making him all that tired. It's good logic. That is true. Therefore, P. Rob. The only. P. Rob. I'm not even gonna make this joke. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> it was a good one. I'm telling it after the show. It's funny, and I like Will Luan. No. No. Oh, boo. Vito. I think I'm gonna go Will. Just because Peyton hasn't been himself this season. He's been – no. He has been – Post-CKLV. Post-CKLV. We'll say Peyton out. beat him 8-2 to two at CKLV. They have a head-to-head this season. He get that dump on him. I can't remember, he, yeah. He hits this carry. He tried it, almost got it, and he tried uh, it again, and he got it. I want to switch now. Too late, too late. It's locked <laughs> in. Next, next pick. Robbed for everybody. Correct. I went well. He went well. <laughs> Why'd oh you point God. at him like a kid? I have to tell. <laughs> you're he goes like this. He went well. I'm telling on him. <laughs> my saddest pick of Guys, the season. Tanner Sloan, Stephen Buchanan. This is a pick em. Hey, we're sleeping on Stephen Buchanan because we were talking about Hodge contenders. I looked at his stats a second ago. He is 18-0 with a 91% bonus rate, but he hasn't wrestled anyone very good yet. So He won last time. Check. Stephen Buchanan beat him last time. I'm going Boomer sooner. Stephen Buchanan. Um, yeah. Which institution, Oklahoma or SDSU, do you think that shirt is a bigger hit with the ladies? Probably <laughs> SDSU. I'm thinking so. Norman, you know, if you would have said Oklahoma State, now we're now we're into. Oh man, but Norman, Ooh. they're a little uppity, you know. That's, oh, is that right? Those, those are the city boys little, of little Oklahoma. Snooty. I yes. rap boys love Oklahoma. Country boys go to Oklahoma State. Toby Keith was an Oklahoma fan. R.I.P. RP. I drive past this hometown every time I go up north. I know, yeah. This big water tower. Hometown of Toby Keith. Sad. Okay. What what were we doing? Oh, Buchanan Sloan. (laughs) I'm gonna go Buchanan. My gut was Sloan. Just off the top. But then I looked at it a little more and like Buchanan's only wrestled what you call it? Uh Steven Little's the best guy he's faced. Yes. You know, Steve Little's pretty tough. I mean, I know, but one match in out of 18 that you're like, that's a notable win. And it was a 1-1 match late. Sloan has improved since the last time they wrestled. I don't think that can be disputed. I'm going to go with the Jackrabbit. The Jackrabbit. So I don't even know what a Sooner could be. Yeah, what is a Sooner? Read history I'm one time. I Are you serious? They got their Sooner. I mean, they got it was the, sooner when they were selling the land in Oklahoma, all the – People rushed over there to get there to get the cheap land. Those are the Sooners. That's why they have a horse and carriage. See, I grew up in horse California. Horse and carriage? I don't, I don't learn about. <laughs> this is a Central Buggy. Park date. Okay. Hey, don't be a snooty co- a coaster. <laughs> I live on the coast. There's nothing in the middle. Well, I learned about the gold rush and, like, cooler stuff. So More or less the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're from right, California. It's, it's, like, completely underwater right now. How's, how are you, how's your family? They died. That's not funny. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> pretty sure it's a state, of, sure it's a state of emergency. That was funny. What is wrong with him? 
No, they're fine. They're fine. There was a tornado was warning funny. for the first time in many years. Tornado? In California. California's in trouble, guys. <laughs> Dang. All right. Um, Too much sinning over there in California. <laughs> God's going to wipe them off the earth. That's right. Dang it. Um, listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With JD, who did you pick? Buchanan. Buchanan. All right. Uh, so we got all – wait, no. Christian picked Sloan. I'm sorry. I'm bad. I'm a bad recorder here. It's okay. All right. Etchemendia versus Kale, ha- Kale Happel. We have uh, Kale Happel as a point-and-a-half favorite in this one. Now, I don't know if Etchemendia is going to go. He hasn't wrestled the past couple duels. Yeah, I don't Not like wrestled. that. Well, he wrestled Oklahoma State, which was – was that two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. He did not wrestle West Virginia. Did not, did not wrestle West Virginia. So, man, I've been really impressed with Happel this season. Yes. I like how he attacks uh, for taking down. He takes these really low risks. He's got this high single leg that he hits on just about everybody. He hit it on Echemendia when they wrestled at CKLV. He won that match 9 Bad boy hours can't count it. Backside. He he hit it. He gave up the first takedown, and then he did a really good job after that. I think he's really strong. Just watching him wrestle, like he fought off a lot of tough positions. Mm-hmm. I think he just matches up well against against Etchemendia. I don't. Yeah, I th- I got Kale. I think he looks really good right now. I think. Like, what well, what I set the line at? Did one, I say one, one and a half for Kale? Yeah, and he's he's looked really good this year. Since then, yeah. he won by more last time they wrestled. They both were sad because it was the same round. It was the same match. <laughs> it was. It was they had both lost, so I am gonna go, Kale, um, putting more stake into the fact that Etchemendia lost Oklahoma State and then didn't wrestle um, against West Virginia than their CKLV match. All right, I am also gonna go Kale Happel. I've also Dang. been impressed. He's won a whole bunch of matches in a row. Uh, good, solid attacks, solid pace. Going Happel, Lisbon, Iowa. Let's All ride. Right. 57, Ryder Downey versus Cody Chittum. Chittum, two and a half. Mm. Minus two and a half, sorry. Yeah, Ryder Downey's it's tough. He's a tough guy. Chittum's. Did, did uh, they hit at Vegas? No, no. I don't believe so. I I am impressed with Ryder Downey. Let it not be said that I'm a, not a Ryder Downey fan. But here He's we go. on my fantasy team. The concussion of Chittum worries me. He hit his head against West Virginia. As well, really? But yeah, it was a scenario where it was like uh, a fake, and it was teeth to the to the top of the head where you kind of sprawl Ooh, over your head. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's concerning. But big chits, let's ride. Hey, do you guys realize? I I don't know that uh, Chittum won thirty one to eleven. Yes, this Did you match. That? Yes, I watched that match. <laughs> it was insane. What in the world? He was just he was just letting it. I mean, he was just. Going for it. He gave up a bunch of points, but, yeah, he ended up scoring a lot, Crazy. too. Yeah. I've been really impressed with Chittum this year. Flying under the radar a little bit, I think, but, I mean, this dude beach court teamer rather handily. I still. wish Ollie was here for this, for that line. <laughs> that's my only regret. This would have been a good uh, show to have Ollie on, the, the Palacio talk. The, yeah, yeah, he's boys true. with Palacio. They're really good friends. He could, he could tell them. He could tell them. I think you just, this you, dude, you just did. He's going to get whooped. Uh, so I have a hard time. One, Chittum's tank is, is incredible. But is he going to gas yep. out Downey? And I don't two, think so. Two and a half points is a lot. Uh, that's not a lot. 
Come on. Three point take down. Yeah, I know. Overtime. <laughs> three point takedown by the escape. Uh three but is it three and a half or two and a half? Ben, it's two and a half, right? Two and a half points. Two See? and a half points, correct. Yes. Yeah. All right, who are you 2. picking, 5. Ben? Smart guy. I'm gonna go ch- I'm gonna go chit him. I'll ride with young young Kodias. Yeah, big chits. It's All funny. Right, uh I was talking to some uh some you and I guys at um earlier this season, at the beginning of the season, they were like, Yeah, Ryder Downey uh stopped being vegan and became good at wrestling. <laughs> Whoa. That listen, eat some meat, it's gonna give you a little more power. Shots fired at animals. Shots <laughs> fired at plant eaters. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Do we have any other? What else we got? We have one more. Okay. One more. And then we can do some questions or something. We have uh, Patrick McKee versus Matt Ramos. Oh, my gosh. Matt Ramos, minus two and a half. And I'll just tell you, I was start, I started pushing the, the, the McKee bandwagon down the hill. It went off the tracks. I'm going Ramos. This, this is, is just why you pick McKee. This is the baby. <laughs> With the points, I'm going McKee. Yeah, it's kind of a scary amount of points. This is the baby comeback duel. He left Minnesota. Um, I'll. This is a tough one. I'm taking McKee because okay. he can still lose, McKee. and I still win. People forget that. But you guys are dummies because if McKee loses, he don't hold it close. He just sends it. I think that's he's lost. I think he's <laughs> lost to Ramos by one or two points in the two matches. No, nah, there's no way that's possible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You made that up, JD. But that was that was <laughs> prior to three point takedown, which would have affected obviously. Mm, All right, let's see. Should we get to some questions? That is funny. There's so many. But... I, I have I have one question that they're, they're rabid fans in the Facebook chat. They really they all they literally really have rabies. Want, yes, they literally super, have rabies. Super rabiesed up. Um, one question was, what do you think the most the team that's overperforming the most right now is? And oh, they gosh. said they think it's Little Rock. I wonder who asked that. <laughs> um, Little Rock. They want us to talk about Little Rock so bad, Very so we badly. should not talk about it to make them mad. <laughs> South Dakota State. Just they beat, beat Michigan. Just beat Michigan. Who beat Iowa. Ooh, that, that's right, South Dakota State. Okay. Damian Hahn. So, hey, guys, in all fairness, we did talk about how good Little Rock was doing when they beat I, uh, yeah, Oregon they, State, or they, who was it? They beat Arizona State. The chat is mad that you guys never talked about their win over Oregon State. Is that an upset? Oh, we didn't? <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, maybe that's yeah. what you tell the chat. Like, you guys relax. Yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all have this inferiority complex about the program. <laughs> it's like, are y'all surprised that they beat Oregon State? <laughs> Some of us believed before that. We didn't need to see it afterwards. So, <laughs> you know, maybe believe in your team, and then we'll start talking about it more. Everyone knows we've <laughs> we have given Little Rock more pats on the back yeah. than we know what to do with. So. All right, that was for yeah. the Facebook chat. This is this is a question you. I really want to know personally, just as a wrestler and someone who coaches occasionally myself. This is Ben two-parter here. What is the best way to keep practices fun, but still very productive? And the second question is my favorite question. Have you found a good way to teach the concept of play wrestling to greener wrestlers? Or is that something you show way down the road? Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. So I'll no question. Number two, I think it's a waste of time because in the beginning, they just don't understand enough wrestling to make sparring productive. So I think for the, the the not as good kids or beginners, probably not a great concept. That's more could be highly productive for uh, the better kids who know what they're doing. Um, and then for the the funner, uh, the more fun part, I kind of think it's like for the younger age groups. Um, 
like have some parts of practice that are actually fun, like play a few games. I mean, we always play games with our nine and under group. Um, we play some games with our older groups, but then your high school guys, it should be purposeful, right? They should, uh, you know, it's not just like the grinding practices because that can get just tedious and boring, but they should like wrestling for wrestling. So when we come in, we have them play wrestle. Uh, maybe it's not like the most fun thing ever, like going on a water slide or, you know, something super fun, <laughs> but it's, it is enjoyable. Whee! Like they it like being there. They like wrestling. So that's enough of uh, a pleasure in itself. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, before we move on, I disagree. Okay. No, you just, <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. Well, I would like to give a, an answer for the first question you asked. Okay. And I've never got to see my piece. A team that is overperforming in my book, Oklahoma State. Very, very true. Ooh, that's true. Very true. That's my answer. Yeah, no doubt. That's true. Very Unfor- good. Unfortunate, but true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unruly guest, I say, in, in Columbia, All right. Missouri. Uh, Morg, let's see. Any other good questions? There's a um, bunch. Let's see. Penn State shuts out Iowa. Is the post-dual narrative more Iowa sucked or Penn State is unbelievable? And I would say um, – like in the Ohio State match, Ohio State got beat pretty badly by Penn State, but they kind of wrestled well, and we were talking about how they wrestled well. So I think it's going to be what do the matches look like? Does Iowa get blown out, or are they all really competitive and just come up a little bit short? Yeah, I think the narrative would be Penn State's unbelievable, yeah. if I had to guess. But there would be considerable freaking out on the Iowa side if, if they get blanked. And yes. it's a reasonable possibility. Um but I, I, yeah, that'll be weird if that happens. I don't think it will, but seems All unlikely. Right. This is a good one. This is for Christian Piles mainly because he's going to love this question. <laughs> what is the most iconic individual match in the PSU Iowa duel? Maybe Bo versus Sammy and Carver, Mark Hall and Carter, uh, Carter Taki getting covered. I don't know what that says. Uh, or maybe Chenzo versus Alex. So what's your favorite memory? Uh, the the Kimmer Mark Hall match was one of the crazier ones I can remember. That was so crazy because Mark comes out and bombs Kimmer straight to his back so yes. hard he throws him so hard that Kimmer can roll through without even getting taken down, and then Mark's up and then a big reversal late. Kimmer ends up winning, and that was the match. So that flipped it because Chinzo beat Marinelli in the match before and it's like, Oh wow. It's set up for Penn state to do this. And then boom, right back. Kimmer beats Mark Hall and then they end up winning the duel. So that one was big. I mean, it's going to be one where I was there, I think just because you just have a a bias for those kinds of things. The, uh, another one that was just sort of surreal was when Alex Meyer beat Bo, uh, beat Mark Mark Hall. That was crazy. Oh, that was crazy. And an example that, that still gets brought up because of that's your go-to getting Carvered example. Yeah, it is. Brandon Sorensen almost beating Zane Rutherford, then not. I think was in that same duel. And there were so mm. many times you're like, Brandon's going to win. He's going to win the same duel. I think so. That was crazy. I couldn't believe that. That was so ridiculous. Zane and Zane gutting out that win was was wild. Uh, another one that, that I wasn't there for, but the the Marinelli Chinzo uh, body lock sequence mm-hmm. there that was a crazy mm-hmm. one as well. There have been some wild moments. The Bo Nickel, obviously, that Splatel. right after Mark Hall. Mark Hall just lost, 
And the place is going crazy. Bo talks about it on one of the podcasts he's done recently. The place is going insane. And then Bo immediately, he, he, what, the way he t- tells the story, it's like, he's like, I know Sammy Brooks has come out so jacked up after that match. He's going to shoot on me. So he fires off a nice single leg. He's like, and he splatles him. So like he was like ready for it. And then, oh. boom, all the momentum's gone. Surprisingly, I feel like Thomas Gilman didn't have any crazy Penn State moments i guess you know he just didn't have any opponents well, i think he i think he never beat nico in college and then um he beat conaway i think was the guy he did beat mm-hmm. um, it was yeah i guess those were never like big matches. how many like classic thomas goman yeah iowa hype up moments he had he he was he would have been prime for for a, a penn state moment but i don't think he ever had any yeah i don't think so either hey that uh I was just thinking about this other match that was the year you and I announced it, Christian. Um, and then someone else, uh, Mr. Fellers, just texted me about RBY and DeSanto. But I was thinking if the duel would have yep. been on the line, how uh, Cassiope beat Kirkwood that one year where he double thigh pride of like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That was like mind blowing to me. I could not believe that was actually happening, but it happened. Um, and yeah, the same year when uh, DeSanto injury defaulted, that was freaking crazy. Yes, he did. Uh, that was the 2020 year, I think, um, before the world shut down. Yeah, because yeah, he kept going to that ankle and the cradle and yeah. DeSanto injury defaulted. That was crazy. And, yeah, the double thigh pry of double thigh pry. That was <laughs> unstoppable double thigh pry. we got to ban that move. It's too unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat it. This year on the Penn State lineup, who do you think is the most likely to get covered? You, you look at a freshman um, – Braden, Mitchell. I mean, these aren't carverings, really, because they're coin flip matches. Really good a, opponent. A true carvering, how they lose. A true carvering. Nagal. It, like, Nagal losing would be a carvering. That would be a carvering. Mm-hmm. They've got to be a considerable underdog to be carved. If Aaron not, Brooks loses the Glacier. That would be <laughs> carver of all Mount Rushmore of carverings. I don't think F. we've had a, a really a notable good carvering in a handful of years, quite some time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Where it wasn't just a toss-up match that they lost or a mm-hmm. toss-up match where they got blown out or it really melted late. I, I, I'm kind of – none of – in the recent duels, I don't think that's really happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't have an that answer. was a fun trip down memory lane. <laughs> uh, I actually like this question um, because, you know, too bad Shane Sparks isn't on here because he gets so uppity about the Big Ten. I know it's hard to play what-ifs, but what if Iowa and Michigan didn't get the transfers? Not only would the bottom team be bad, but the top would be too. Would the Big 12 or ACC have taken over this year? And that, that part is crazy, right? Transfer rules, and I'll save the Big Ten. So I think they're a little bit hyperbolic, but if you do think of if Bernie and Nagao and Franick and uh, Caliendo Mitchell. and Diagostino and Mitchell and um, Kirk. Uh, Kirk, no, well, yeah, was, <laughs> he's kind of older one. Um, oh, Lucas Davison, but if they would have went to a non Big Ten school, man, the Big Ten would be really, really down. Yeah. It's also like saying, well, what if the Big Ten didn't get a bunch of good recruits? That too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about but that. That's like, I mean, right there, I just <laughs> listed what seven previous All Americans who transferred to a Big Ten school. I think a few were Big Ten to Big Ten, but there's what four or five on there that are non Big Ten to Big Ten. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point for sure. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Caleb Smith also is another one that, you know, is a transfer so in. So con. So con. Yeah. Yep. Shane Griffith, Stanford, the. Mm-hmm. Shane the Griffith, there's another one. Yeah. It's kind of a lot, actually. It is a lot. Good point. Mm-hmm. I like it. Thought provoking. The rich get richer. Yes. All right. Should we go? I love it. Let's go. Any parting thoughts? Hey, thank you guys so much I'm for tuning so in. Oh, wait. One question. Okay. Uh, I kind of love that Ollie's not here for this one. It says, if you were to start jingling keys in front of Ollie, would he stop what he was doing and start giggling? I think if I did it, I think if I did it, he would laugh. <laughs> you guys should go. You guys should go try it today. Like, take the camera. This Someone guy, be in the background. This degenerate Ollie. The reason he's not on the show, not here, he's going to the Dominican Republic for a bachelor party. So we may oh, not see geez. him again. Ever. Degenerate. Knowing things I know about Ollie <laughs> and the DR and bachelor parties could be diabolical. Could be not good. Bye, Ollie. Have fun. Bye, Ollie. Thanks for everything. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to be back Monday for episode 999. Nine, nine. Nine, nine. Knocking on the and door. And I'll be in Austin for episode 1000. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Episode 1000 is a week away, a little more than a week away. It's going to be next Thursday, February 15th. We got three hours planned. That's Tyler's job for the next week and a half. And if the show is bad, it is Tyler's fault. Dang it. <laughs> I love it. I've This is good leadership by me. But thank you guys so much, man. So much wrestling happening this weekend. We're going to have way more Penn State, Iowa coverage. The whole D1 thing. We got some events going. Thanks so much. Thanks to Ben, JD, and Tyler. And especially you for tuning in. See you Monday. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>